Good evening. I hope everybody's having a very good day today on this wonderful Sunday. Trust everybody got their Sunday nap in. I don't know about you, but I got mine in. It was a good day for napping. It's a cloudy day out there, and I tell you what, I, we had that heater going on, and uh, well, uh, Madison and Brandy and I piled up in the same room watching TV, and I was out like a light. So, <laughs> in fact, I think I woke myself up snoring a few times, but uh, <laughs> but it was a good nap nonetheless. Uh, just uh, Darlene says, Darlene Barker's watching, Brandy Boyd Young, Verda, Stanton Trailer. Thanks for watching, guys and gals, because that's the ones I can see anyway. So I appreciate you all. Good evening, Mr. Trailer. Appreciate y'all watching this evening, and uh, uh, Dad always gets, uh, uh, he said every time I do that, he said it makes me think of, uh, what was that crazy old show, uh, I can't remember the now, where some woman looked in a mirror and said she sees these different kids' names and stuff, so I don't know, I, I, I know what he's talking about, I think you had to be on drugs to watch it, so, <laughs> at least I think so anyway, but uh, old Penny Higgins. And, uh, so, uh, but anyway, hope everybody had a good day and, uh, praise God for another Sunday, another opportunity to spread the gospel message. It's great to see everybody at church this morning. It really was. Look forward to that. Like I say, I'm kind of, uh, quarantined here at the house because all my health issues, I don't get out very much and have to pretty much stay here. And, uh, once in a great while, I, I venture out to get some supplies like a hermit and go back home. And, uh, so I really look forward to, Get to church, see the church family, and talk to everybody, see everybody's smiling faces, and uh, I look forward to that. I tell you, I was looking at um, on uh, Facebook, they have uh, uh, the sections for memories, uh, things that uh, you posted a year ago or two years ago, and it was showing uh, uh, what I posted last year in regards to service times and uh, what all we had going on at the church, and just... Uh, it's amazing how much can change just in a year. It really is. And uh, so, praise God, we're able to meet. And uh, as, as much as we do, uh, in some places, uh, you know, uh, a lot of countries, places using this COVID uh, to shut churches down. But uh, Lord willing, as long as we can, Dad and I will be right there uh, preaching the gospel and keeping the doors open. I don't care who likes it. So, <laughs> well, let's go ahead and look at our... Uh, our opening verse this evening, look at Hebrews 13, verse 17. Uh, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls. As those who will have to give an account, let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our heart. <laughs> I love saying that. It's so much fun. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, our prayer request. Hold on here. Uh, my mama was so kind as to, uh, write these up uh, for me so that I would not, uh, forget. And I think she sent it to me in an email. Let me look here and see. Hold on here. I should have already had this pulled up, and I'll be honest with you, I forgot <laughs> something just now. But uh, hold on here. I'm so I apologize. Uh, what in the world? Hold on here. I'm sorry. Give me just a second. Here we go. All right. Uh, Murph, Wendy Lee, Jane Kitchings, Jerry Keller. Good to see him at church today, by the way. Uh, Glenn Johnson, uh, Troy and Ginger Hood, uh, Raymond and Becky Hooks, Morris and Carolyn, Johnny and Nora. 
Kathy Young, Richard Haynes, Larry and Dinah, Larky and Nancy, Martin Ledford, Joe Franklin, Jackie and Rhonda Tymon, Kim Penix, Pam Jones, Sarah Slagle, Donnie Cutshaw, Ralph and Linda Coley, Reggie and family, Todd Murray and family, Brenda Martin and family. So, and, uh, of course, uh, I told you, um, a friend pair, she's unable to make it today and she wanted to make sure we put on our Miss Betty and, uh, she had, uh, some prayer concerns and I know, uh, a friend has a family member she's concerned about had to go to the ER and, uh, Wilma Phoenix wasn't feeling well and I told her we put her on the prayer request sheet as well and, uh, oh, friends, uh, <laughs> I just I looked over and saw where Fran is riding there. She put Eddie Green, her aunt Etta. Uh, she said uh, Etta some improvement today. Still doing tests. Uh, a friend Ida Bennett has COVID and pleurisy in hospital in Matthews, North Carolina. So yes, ma'am, Miss Fran. Here I seen her talking. Didn't even see where you, where you put your comment in. I apologize. Let me sure if there's anybody else. Uh, don't see any other prayer concerns, uh, but thought to say that you can't put those in. And uh, even though I'm going to go ahead and pray, uh, go ahead and put your, your prayer request in, and we can all still uh, pray over those uh, concerns. So let's go ahead and bow our heads. Uh, dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day, a great day, a blessed day. Lord, thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for uh, the Holy Spirit to encourage us and to guide us. Lord, uh, I just want to lift up each and every one of these prayer requests and concerns. Uh, Lord, I want to lift up our, our sister in Christ, Miss Friend Pair. Lord, she is such a blessing, and she uh, really goes the extra mile to check on individuals. She has a real ministry, and Lord, we are proud of her, and thank you for her, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you be with her Aunt Edda, and that everything will go well, and that you'll bring healing upon her. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you be with Jack Mathis and Miss Betty, and uh, uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you be with Wilma Phoenix, bring healing upon her, and uh, Lord, I do pray that you be with Wendy Lee and Ken Penix and Jane Kitchings. And, uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Larry and Donna Knight and pray that you be with Richard Haynes and continued healing on Jerry Keller and uh, all the prayer requests concerns, Lord. Let your will be done. Uh, let us submit to that uh, with your authority and be obedient to that. And no matter what the outcome, we know that you are in charge and that uh, you have our best interest at heart and everything will be done according to your will and to your glory. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, uh, let's see. As far as announcements go, can't think of anything uh, specifically off the top of my head. Uh, it is, um, uh, just of course, you know, now tomorrow, uh, since Martin Luther King Day, uh, uh, a lot of people off work and such. So ordinarily, uh, I do devotions around 6.15, Maybe around 7.15, 7.30 that I'll do devotions tomorrow uh, since I know a lot of people will be sleeping in uh, with uh, taking the day off. So uh, so I'll be a little bit late uh, on the devotions tomorrow. Uh, but outside of that, uh, Tuesday through Friday, I'll be back uh, in action at regular time at 6.15 a.m. So to keep that in, in mind. And then, of course, Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock. And then we'll be back at the church Sunday morning, a week from today, from 11 to 12 at 118 Julie Lane. And then uh, evening service online at 6. So uh, uh, just, I tell you what, it just seems like uh, time flies by so quick. You know, it just seems like... Uh, you know, we have Sunday service, and it's just like you blink, and we're right back again, which is fine with me. You know, I'm not complaining, but it just amazes me uh, how fast uh, time uh, 
time seems to fly anymore. I don't know. It's not the older I get, the faster it goes. It's just, it's just not fair, you know. Sometimes I wish we'd be like Benjamin Button and uh, age backwards. <laughs> You know, but uh, then again, it was kind of creepy at the end of that movie when he was like, uh, uh, he still kind of looked like an old man, but he was like getting shorter. It was weird. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I have a weird mind. But anyway, of course, y'all know that. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's look at our uh, let's look at our scripture this evening. We're going to look at First Peter chapter 2. Verses 13 through 17. Of course, we're reading from the English Standard Version. In case uh, your your Bible may read a little differently and say, what is this nut doing? You know that it's uh, a little different uh, version there. So let's uh, get over here and take a look at that. First uh, Peter 2, 13 through 17. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be, whether it be to the emperor as supreme, or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Praise God for this reading, and uh, so it's going to be exciting to dive into this uh, uh, this passage this evening. Let's go ahead and have one more word of prayer, and uh, let's get on, 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 to, on, on, what am I trying to say? Let's move forward, onward <laughs> with our teaching. We'll get out here in a second. All right, uh, let's go ahead and pray real quick. Therefore, Lord, uh, again, we come before you and praise your holy name. Thank you for your grace, your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. And Lord, thank you uh, for bringing us back again to uh, worship and to hear your word. Uh, Lord, let this uh, be received well. Uh, let it uh, be used to teach and to instruct. And Lord, help us to learn and glean from your good word. And Lord, help us to apply it to our lives. Lord, let us uh, be humble before you and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, as I was talking about this morning, uh, dealing with anger and dealing with hate, uh in our hearts, uh, it's easy to have that. Now, you know, biblically speaking, we can, uh, you know, uh, have a Christian viewpoint of hate. Remember what I was talking about? We're to abhor what is evil. We're to hate. We're to loathe those things that are evil and horrible and terrible, you know, that are uh, contrary to the Word of God and sinful. Yeah, we're to hate those kind of things. God's Word tells us to hate it. And uh, But as we sometimes as a side effect, if you will, uh, of, of abhorring that evil, uh, we can have deep-rooted hatred in our heart uh, for individuals and uh, for these agendas as a whole. Uh, like I say, you know, we we can uh, uh, hate these things uh, that we're seeing going on around us. We've got to be very careful to not let that bitterness take hold in our hearts. Uh, you know, that that root of bitterness uh, is a uh, uh, is something that really uh, uh, sucks out the joy, can hinder our walk with the Lord. Uh, we have to really be careful about that and pray about those things because we don't want that root of bitterness uh, to to take hold in us, and because uh, we want our joy to be full, we want our and we want to be able to uh, show Jesus uh, to everyone we come across, uh, to everyone we meet, uh, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, uh, whatever it may be. We want to make sure we're showing the love of Jesus Christ. 
And that doesn't mean we compromise. You know, I, I saw someone at the end of my uh, message this morning, and uh, good evening, Jerry Keller, uh, the, at the end of my message this, this morning, was talking about uh, how compromise can be so detrimental in regards, you know, we can compare that to uh, Jehoshaphat and Ahab and, and what a snake Ahab was. And he snuck in and twisted a good godly man around and he was subtle in how, what he was doing. And uh, and that's why how Satan works. He's subtle and uh, before you know it, buddy, you've, you've messed up big time. And so we got to be very careful. We don't, you know, we don't compromise with the world. We don't compromise with sin. Uh, but at the same time, we've got to show the love of Jesus Christ. Now, in regards to, you know, what I was talking about this morning in, in our anger and getting upset uh, is uh, particularly with government right now. You know, it is, uh, I, you'd have to be really, I mean, seriously. And I, and I, I don't mean this to uh to be offensive i don't mean this and then people will get offended by it but uh or, or to be a smart aleck or a jerk by no stretch of imagination hey there robert debray um but you might have to be brain dead to sit there i mean i've got people on my facebook and if they're watching this then uh you know i, they, I i'm not uh how can i put it i'm not sorry for what i'm saying but maybe how how i'm saying it <laughs> But uh, it is, uh, you'd have to be brain dead not to see how this election was clearly stolen. I mean, there is no if, answer, buts. I mean, there's eyewitness accounts, there's affidavits, there's videos that uh, prove it was stolen. You know, it's not like when, when Trump won four years ago and he won legally and uh, and uh, the snowflakes were having a meltdown. You know, he he honestly won. If it was an honest loss, people wouldn't, I mean, it'd be, we wouldn't like it, but we wouldn't be as upset as we are. The reason why people are so mad and upset, because we see that it was stolen out from underneath us. If it had been honest, I, I, I guarantee you it would have been a landslide for Trump. You can't tell me uh, that uh, uh, um, those, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, Dad was messaging me about the time I was talking there. He said he'd be praying for Glenn Johnson, he's uh, he's critical, so I, I'm sorry to hear that. He said his dad said he's unable to watch, so I was reading that as uh, as I was speaking there. So I apologize. So let's uh, be sure and keep uh, Glenn Johnson in our prayers. But um, uh, it's not a matter of simple loss, you know. Uh, it is, uh, you know, we can deal with that. Uh, but it's the fact that it was clearly stolen. And I'm telling you, if it was done honestly, Trump would have won by a landslide. I mean, because. You'll hear Biden stayed in his cave, never come out anywhere, and uh, uh, Trump was drawing in thousands uh, at rallies. In fact, they said Biden did a live video of the day and had about a thousand people watching, but this is the guy that supposedly won. And it's bullcrap. I mean, uh, you know, it is, um, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that as, <laughs> as a pastor, right? Maybe I shouldn't have said that word, but I get aggravated. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of come out before I thought. But it's bull, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, but anyway, it is uh, 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 bull hockey. <laughs> that uh, uh, you know, it just you know, there's no way they stop the count right in the middle. Anyway, the point is, okay, we don't like uh, what's going on right now. Okay, we're upset and we're angry, but here's the clincher: we are to obey those who are in authority over us, and we are to pray. For those in authority over us. And I'm telling you, that is hard to do. All right? When you see the evil 
and you see the corruption, and you see what they stand for, everything that's the antithesis uh, to what we believe, and we're supposed to pray for these people, that's tough to do. All right, you hear you're you're already angry, you're already upset, and God's word saying pray for these people, submit to the governing authorities. And it's just like, whoa, wow, what in the world? You know, how am I supposed to pray? I mean, it, it sticks in the throat. I'll be honest with you. In the mornings when I'm praying, it's like, you know, you do pray for, I mean, ugh, it's like sticks in the throat of Biden and Harris and Pelosi and Schumer. You know, pray for those in authority. It's, I mean, it just sticks in the throat because these are evil, vile people. But remember, who we're talking about in this particular time frame here, uh, you know, we're looking at Nero, uh, who was in, was the leader. This guy was evil. I mean, here Peter and Paul, uh, they were, uh, executed uh, by the heads of Nero. You talk about evil. I mean, remember, this is a guy who would, um, uh, take Christians, put pitch on them and burn them alive and use them as, as lighting, uh, through his walkways. I mean, this guy was evil. And they're saying, obey the governing authorities. So, I mean, even though these people that were, were, that's in control and have the, you know, all they're about, they don't care less about people. They don't care less about the nation. All they're about is power. Uh, but, you know, you know, as wicked as they are, look at Nero. And they're sitting there saying, uh, you know, you need to obey these governing authorities. So that makes it very tough. That's why I was telling everybody this morning, uh, you know, I don't find it coincidental. That, um, you know, the Lord laid in my heart, uh, to speak about our anchor, our anger and temper, uh, in relation to, uh, what's going on in our country right now. But, and then to not study, uh, was talking about uh, our citizenship, whether here on earth or in heaven. And it just really went hand in hand. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the Lord, um, well, I know the Lord, uh, uh, laid this out the way that he wanted it to, uh, to happen. So, you know, as Americans, you know, we are, uh, our very country, uh, was founded, uh, in rebellion. Uh, you know, we, we rebelled against, uh, the, you know, we first, we came here to escape, uh, religious persecution. Uh, England tried to continue their, their hold on us. We rebelled against that. We're not going to be told what to do. And we're seeing that even today. I think that that's why, um, um, Washington DC's flipping out and bringing all these people in because they've got 75 million people who are ticked off. We're mad and we're angry. And, uh, uh, there, you know, there may very well be another civil war. There may be an insurrection. I don't know, but I just know that a lot of people are like me are very angry and fed up. And so they want to act out. Well, look at Benjamin Franklin. In fact, uh, let me bring this up over here. He, um, on a slide I brought up here. Let's look, take a look. Benjamin Franklin, uh, he proposed the following design for the reverse side of the great seal of the United States. Pharaoh sitting in an open chariot, a crown on his head and a sword in his hand, passing through the divided waters of the Red Sea in pursuit of the Israelites, raised from a pillar of fire in the cloud, expressive of the divine presence and command. Beaming on Moses, who stands on the shore and extending his hand over the sea, causes it to overflow, Pharaoh. Motto, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Okay, so we see this uh, even from the very beginning. Now, Benjamin Franklin was a deist, and in uh, uh, our laws, you know, we didn't want to be a theocracy. You know, we didn't want to fall under the same category as 
uh, as what we our uh, forefathers escaped from. Uh, but at the same time, they didn't want to uh, adopt a secular form of uh, uh, of society, and so they determined to do what is known as the moral law. You know, and so you know, and what the moral law is, and of course, we've talked about this uh, before, uh, is uh, is the universal idea of right and wrong. We see that uh, murder is wrong, stealing is wrong, uh, these kind of things that you know that uh, even though. Uh, are biblical in nature. Uh, it is universal uh, in the, in, when it comes to the morality, and that's where we kind of where we get down to is legislating morality. Now, you may say, you know, how can a government legislate morality? Well, whatever they deem is legal, i.e., is moral. Uh, you know, that is uh, uh, just uh, just a fact, uh, and that's why it is very dangerous precedence when you start passing. Uh, making legal what was formerly illegal. See, we, you know, we are, the government is there to protect us from those things that are wicked, those things that are evil, those things that can harm us. Uh, you know, we look at drugs, prostitution, and something like homosexuality because, you know, people say, well, uh, what goes on in someone's bedroom is their business, it's not my business. Well, here's the thing. When they start allowing these kind of things to happen, something that like such as sodomy that was illegal and now they're trying to say is legal, therefore becomes moral, then therefore children will start to enact those things, practice those things because they think there's nothing wrong with that. See, the church has had a, particularly in the Bible Belt, uh, has set a precedence of morality. Uh, you know, you look at a time when divorce use was frowned upon. People didn't want to do it because it was frowned upon. Uh, you know, the, and you know many other things on top of that is, is the Bible about things of Christianity held back those things. But when you start seeing Christianity compromising more and more with the world, those floodgates are open, and then we see the immorality start to flood and take over. You can't you can't deny uh, medically. That um, uh, the the effects you know, Christianity aside, the effects of homosexuality, the rampant uh, disease and health effects, not to mention the mental and the emotional effects of homosexuality, and they think that if they pass these things, that that was going to eliminate that, but it's not because see, they, down they know that it is immoral, that it is wrong, and that they shouldn't be doing these things, and making it legal is not going to change that. And that's why it's important that the government uh, passes the laws that helps protect its people. But when you start seeing, like what we're seeing today, uh, that uh, it's, you know, look at what um, uh, Pelosi has put into place. In fact, there was a whole list of, you know, to say mother, father, him, her, sister, brother, any kind of uh, pronoun uh, that, uh, that would describe someone of a specific sex uh, so that they don't offend those of the LGBTQ, which is absolutely insanity, man. God made us man and he made us woman. And, you know, and it goes back to that rebellion thing. You know, it's like when they start doing that kind of stuff, it makes me want to see it that much more. Him, her, you know. <laughs> it just, you know, just, you know just like with the COVID shot, I was really on the fence as to whether to get that or not because, uh, my health is, you know, I have a compromised immune system. The best thing for me to do uh, is to try to get that shot uh, because of all my breathing problems. You know, if I was to get it, it more likely it's, it's going to kill me. But the, I'll be honest with you, the reason why I did want to get the shot 
is because they're, they're starting to pass some laws and such where uh, it's almost like uh, uh, the Third Reich, uh, Germany, uh, is uh, uh, you have to present papers uh, to show that you've had that before you can leave, uh, go outside of the state or fly or things like that. And that ticks me off. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't want to get it just because I don't want somebody telling me I have to present papers before I can go travel or something. You know, that, that makes me angry. But, you know, I had to do what's right for me and my family and allow my emotions to dictate uh, what is best. And uh, so that goes back to where we need to be as Christians, like I saw about this morning, to be that light of the world. And we need to show that submission. Now, again, we show submission. It's a military term uh, to show uh, to submit ourselves under the ruling authority of those that are above us so that we have to uh, uh, be very, uh, very careful uh, Richard Goldberg says, Romans 1.18, uh, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Amen, Dr. Goldberg. He's a good man, smart man. Thank the world of him. And appreciate that. I really do, Richard. Uh, glad I actually saw your comment. <laughs> He's been commenting a lot under uh, here lately, and I don't ever see it. So uh, thank God I finally saw it this time. So, but anyway... Um, we have to be those good citizens. We have to uh, submit to a human government. And, uh, you know, and the purpose of the human government is to promote that justice and peace in society. That's what government is supposed to do. But again, the, in their lack of legislating morality, they're allowing immorality to reign supreme. So, you know, let's look at some things here. Now, uh, be subject. Now, if, okay, I'm sorry. Let's. So you understand what we're talking about here. We're looking at First Peter chapter two, and I'm looking at verses thirteen through seventeen. Okay, so let's let's go back over here because I, I have spoke a lot uh, this evening. So let's go back. Let's read this one more time so we so everybody's on the right on the right page here. Uh, be subject, okay, for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme. Or to the governor as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should, be, should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, Honor the emperor. Okay, so uh, I spoke so much about it, important to go back over that verse one more time. Now, be subject, all right? Uh, let me look at something real quick here. Um, yeah, well, you know, we can look at First um, uh, Peter 4.12, because in particularly with what I was, in reference to what I was talking about, uh, with everything that's going on right now, and the fact that uh, the uh, uh, the hate speech police, the uh, uh, those who wish to silence us, uh, and how it, it upsets us, we can look at First uh, Peter four twelve. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as something strange were happening to you. Okay, so it, it I think that's a very important verse. But when we look at this, be subject. Okay, we can don't forget. All right, let's go back. You know, uh, let's see. Wednesday, we were looking at uh, verses 11 and 12 here. So I think it's, it's important. Let's go back and read that just for a second here. 
Uh, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against the soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God in the day of visitation. So we see here to be subject, all right, we are sojourners and we are exiles and uh, of this world, okay? And our citizenship as Christians are in heaven, yes. But we are also citizens here on this earth, and we have to obey the laws of this land as we obey the laws of what God has commanded. Now, as uh, I've said before, and it's what God's Word tells us, we are to obey the governing authorities unless it is contrary to the Word of God. That's the only time that we uh, uh, go against what we're told. So if they are telling us to do something that is... uh, contrary to the word of God, then we say, no, we're not doing that. Our convictions, remember, that's an important word. As Southern Dad has, uh, has often uh, expressed uh, in, in many a sermon as I was growing up, uh, is the difference between beliefs and convictions. Uh, you can believe a lot of different things, and that, can, that belief can be relative. But when you say your convictions, that is immutable and that will not change. And so if you're ever in a court of law uh, or, or and, uh, and, and ask questions, if you say, I believe, well, then they can, sw- they can uh, attack you. But if you say, uh, it is my convictions as a Christian, that uh, they can't really say much about that because they know exactly where you're at and uh, in, in accordance with your beliefs. So uh, that's a very important thing. So if that's something the government's asking you to do uh, is uh, is going against our convictions as Christians, that's when we say no. And like I said before, I was talking about this morning, uh, when it regards to hate speech, that is becoming a more broadening uh, area. And and, there, and like I said, it's, it is illegal in certain countries, to say that homosexuality is a sin is illegal. To say there's only one way to heaven, and uh, and I and I do believe, and I think we're seeing it, that social media in particular is going to squelch our ability to spread the gospel virtually. Because one, you know, if they're going to silence uh, Trump because they claim that he is putting hate speech out there. Well, it's not going to be a stretch to say the very same thing uh, right here uh, with us having church right here. What's it, what's it going to uh, mean if Zuckerberg uh, says that, uh, hey, uh, that goes against community standards? You can't say homosexuality is wrong. Uh, you can't say Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Uh, you're banned, and you can't uh, uh, come back on Facebook. Easy to do. Very interesting that Zuckerberg is a Jewish name, and uh, but yet he's acting like uh, the Third Reich, like Hitler. Very interesting, very odd, I think. But anyway, uh, so we see be subject, okay, for the Lord's sake, all right, to, uh, we see that for the Lord's sake, to exalt the Lord to every human institution, which we're talking about government, okay, human, which, which every human institution could be government, uh, could be marriage, could be business, uh, could be, uh, could be a plethora of, uh, of different uh, things in regards to what we see here as human institution. Uh, you know, again, family, marriage, business. We can look at um, uh, verse 18, service be such to your masters, with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. Uh, we can look at uh, 3.1 over here. Uh, likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be one without a word 
by the con- conduct of their wives. Now, that's one thing a lot of um, women, uh, particularly feminists, they don't want to hear that to wives be subject to your own husbands. They don't want to hear that, all right? And in fairness, there's been a lot of crappy uh, husbands out there who beat their wives with a not physically, I hope not physically, but verbally with the word of God and to say, you were supposed to be submissive to me. And, you know, that's not what that means, people. You know, and it, it's talking about submissive spiritually. And the man is to be the head of his household and he's to love his wife as his own body. So, you know, it's so frustrating when people take that out of con, con, context. Uh, we can look at 3.7 and 3.8 here. Uh, likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman, the weaker vessels, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you, unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, tender heart, and a humble mind. Okay. Uh, we can look at, um, let's see, 3.8. Uh, let's see. I don't want to say, I don't know if that's right or not. No, that ain't right. Um. I'm not sure where there's another verse I was going to read there, but I can't remember what else, uh, where I'd be at on that one. Um, well, verse uh, 17 of chapter 3, for it is better to suffer for doing good, that should be God's will, than for doing evil. So, you know, so we see that, uh, that human institution, all right, so government, human institution there. Uh, so we're to be subject for the Lord's sake, exalting the Lord. In every human institution, we can apply it to government, business, like we said, whether it be to the Emperor Supreme, all right? So we see that to the Emperor Supreme because uh, uh, God sent us. You know, we're here to be subject uh, to the things of God. Um, let's look at, um, let's see here. I'm trying to think here. Um Time to debate which verse to go with next here that, that applies to what we're talking about. Um, let's see here. Emperor Supreme. I'm trying to think. Let's go ahead in regards to, particularly we're talking about freedom here um, and submitting to governing authorities. Uh, let's look over here at Matthew 17, 24 through 27, if we may. Matthew 17. 24 through 27, so, let's see here, let's see, what's I see, okay, 17, 24 27, all right, now, in regards to obeying the governing authorities, uh, it says, when they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the two uh, the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the tax? He said, Yes. And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take the toll or tax? From their sons or from others? And when he said from others, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free, however, not to give offense to them. Go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. When you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. So we are to obey the laws of land. We are to pay our taxes. But I think it's really cool, though. One thing I, you know, uh, in reading this is that he says, uh, when he says to uh, 
the first fish that she comes up, uh, when it opens mouth, you'll find a shekel. I just think that's really cool, you know, that uh, shows the, the power of the Lord. But uh, we are free, okay, and uh, uh, but we are free uh, in the fact that we are God's children. We're free from sin, but um, we are free in this land, but we still have to obey those laws. Look over here at Mark uh, twelve seventeen. Mark twelve seventeen over here. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's, and they marveled at him. Now, all things are God's. Well, of course, we know that. All things are God's. And uh, God uh, allows uh, us to have these laws and rules in our land. We are to give Caesar what is Caesar's, and we are to give God's what is God's. And again, all going back to uh, uh, doing those things. Okay, so now, uh, doing those things uh, uh, by the laws of the land. I'll get it out here in a second. Now, uh, let's see. Whether it be the emperor's supreme uh, or to governor sent to him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. Now, um, no way to read verse 15. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should be put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Now, the government should praise those who do good. Now, Unfortunately, we're at at a place where our government praises evil and not the things that are good. That's the bad part. I, you know, that's the sad thing. But they should praise those who are good for the will of God that by doing good you should be put to silence. Now, as Christians, we should be doing those things that are good, honorable, and glorifying unto God. Even though the world is in chaos, even though the, there's so much evil rampant in government, evil rampant in the world, evil rampant in this nation, we should still be doing good. We should still be doing those things that are honorable and glorifying unto God, which is hard to do. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. Particularly the way things are going right now in this country, in this land, it's hard to want to continue to want to do those things that are good. We have to keep pushing forward and doing those very things. Uh, and, um, you know, again, that doesn't mean giving into our anger, giving into uh, uh, hateful attitudes. And, uh, you know, what, that's one thing, you know, we look at the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long serving, goodness, kindness, faith, self control against us. There is no law. But what is in there? Self control. We have to have self control. That's what I was talking about this morning. We get mad at our government, we get mad at the situation, we get mad at what's going on. But we can have self-control. And that's why I gave an illustration this morning about the fact that uh, uh, we can all control our tempers, every one of us. And uh, because we know that we can cut it off, turn it on when we want to. Uh, that's why I was talking about this morning. Somebody fussing and fighting. And then the pastor calls all of a sudden, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> And uh, uh, it is uh, so easy to cut that off and on. So we have to we have to have that self control. But uh, but again, that submission means obedience to the laws of the states, and that means regarding taxes. You know, we need to make sure that we're reporting those our income like we're supposed to. That we're taking deductions where it needs to be because right now that's coming up, man. Tax times hard to believe that's coming back around again, and with all the the crooked and Bad things that are going on out there. It's easy to want to reciprocate with deceit. And uh, so we have to be very, very careful and to make sure that we're being honest and upright and report what we're supposed to in regards to our taxes. It's so easy to justify and say, well, now, uh, technically, uh, I didn't have to, uh, 
didn't have to say this or say that, and and uh, I just omitted this, and you know we've got to be honest. And uh, you know when it comes to the government, you want to stick it to them. You feel like they've stuck it to you year round, and so you want to stick it back to them. We've got to be very careful about that. In fact. Uh, they uh, they said you know, particularly when it comes to our laws. You know, this morning I was talking about traffic lights, and and um, it is uh, uh, I hate when, when people slam on the brakes when the light turns yellow. You know, uh, <laughs> Pooh at the church, uh, Cheryl, uh, she sent me a thing because I said uh, the yellow light uh, means to prepare to stop, which I still stand by that. It doesn't mean to stop, but she said uh, she sent me a thing said that. Uh, it means to to stop unless you're unable to or psyching what the exact wording. I told her she's lying, but anyway, uh, you know when it comes to traffic uh, laws, uh, you know some people are strict uh, constructionist and will not um, uh, go over the speed limit. There's others who are are loose constructionists, such as I, and uh, don't always tend to follow the speed limits as I should which I should be careful because in case uh, there's a police officer watching, uh, <laughs> they might uh, be looking for me. But I uh, I don't always uh, uh, go. I'm, I've got a little bit of a lead foot. But uh, they said that there was a uh, there was a tale one time of a minister who was uh, stopped for speeding, and uh, uh, he told the officer that he was on the Lord's business. And the officer replied, he said, uh, he said, I read the same Bible and it says go out to the highways and the byways and bring them in. And he said, that's what I'm doing. So, you know, it is, uh, uh, we need to make sure that we are, uh, uh, obeying those laws on land. And like I say, it, it is, uh, to me, speed is relative. Uh, you don't want to endanger anybody and you don't want to, uh, uh, uh cause any accidents, but, uh, 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 anyway, I better quit because I might um, get myself in trouble. <laughs> Richard Goldberg says, be subject to speed laws. Uh, that's up to you, Richard. If you want to be a strict constructionist, uh, that's up to you. <laughs> so, But, um, uh, again, we're talking about those positive deeds. Submission means positive deeds uh, that you can that you can silence uh, ignorance or foolish men. And, um, uh, you know, it is... Um, uh, in fact, it was written here, it says Peter is not referring to the government leaders as foolish men, but rather to the willfully ignorant who slander Christians as evildoers. To silence means literally to muzzle the idea is that by our active good deeds, we take away the basis of criticism of Christianity from those who oppose it. You know, and that's hard to do. You know, we want to have that, uh, Richard said he's guilty too. Um, we uh, we want to be able to do that, to, to have such a good reputation, to show of good deeds that those who slander us, uh, it will literally silence them. It will muzzle them uh, because of what we're trying to do in glorifying the God. And remember, we're not doing this for vainglory or selfish ambition. We do this because we want to be um, honorable to God. We want to, be, we want to obey God uh, and to do those things. And... Um, Again, uh, Titus 3, 1 through 2, remind them to subject to rulers, to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good deed, to malign no one, to be uncontentious, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. Again, that's Titus 3, 1 through 2. So, uh, again, we were reminded time and again to be subject to those rulers and to do those good things. 
um, is uh, so the reason for submission to government is for the Lord's sake. Submit yourself to the Lord's sake, as we see here in 2.13, uh, to the subject for everything the Lord's sake. Now, uh, in verse 15, it says, For this is the will of God, and that by doing good you should put aside the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. And that, when we see that honor the emperor, it goes back to 2.12, which says, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable. Okay? But it is, uh, again, you know, Peter and Paul are both riding under uh, the godless Nero. And uh, you can imagine the uh, uh, the persecution and maybe the fear that they were living in. And here they're still saying to obey. And, uh, you know, we may have a um, some ungodly people who are running our nation right now. And it may continue to get worse. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to tell people to keep hope alive. You know, don't give up. Don't give in to fear. Don't give in to angst. Don't give in to anxiety. Don't, you know, God has got this. All right. Just, you know, we need to, to be that light. We need to stand true for what is right. Uh, we need to, um, show the strength that God has given us. Uh, stand against those things that are evil. Cling to those things that are good. And, uh, to stand true and strong until Jesus raptures us out of here or we, Lord calls us home, whichever comes first. Uh, we've got to do those things. And uh, having hatred and bitterness in your heart ain't going to change a thing in the world. In fact, uh, there was, uh, back in the Civil Rights Movement, uh, there was a, uh, a black activist. Uh, his name was uh, Stokely Carmichael. And uh, he was one of the main founders of the Black Power Movement. Uh, they, they made him the, uh, the prime minister in the Black Panther Movement. He's born in Trinidad. And um, I moved here when he was 11. Uh, he went to the uh, Bronx School of Science. And uh, he was asked one time, uh, what, uh, uh, if you got everything that you wanted, uh, what would it be like in this, in this nation or this world? He said, people would love each other. But here's the thing. People cannot love each other outside of God. Outside of God, there is, uh, there is no way to show uh, that love is kind, love is patient. Uh, we cannot show uh, that that godly attitude. We cannot show that agape love. Outside of God, it is ruthless, evil. Uh, the the acts of good are subjective. It outside of God, it, there's no way to show that kind of love one to another. To show that goodness one to another. So that's why it's important that we show, that we have Jesus Christ first in our heart, and we, that we're showing Jesus to a godless world. That is the only way people are going to love each other. And that is the only way, you know, God can even use wicked emperors uh, for his good. You know, it, it, again, nothing is happening outside of God's will. Yeah, even with with this, uh, again, it sticks in the throat, the Biden-Harris administration. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> it almost makes you want to gag. But it is, um, you know, they're not there. You know, God put them there for a reason. All right. Even though we don't understand it. It, nothing is happening outside of God's will, and God can even use wicked rulers for His glory. Don't forget that. All right. Yeah. You know. Obviously, Biden is going to just out of, for no other reason, out of spite, he's going to try to reverse every single thing that Trump has done to erase that legacy. Just out of you know, it doesn't matter if it puts us in harm's way. It doesn't matter if it hurts this economy. It doesn't matter if it hurts this this uh, this uh, nation. He just, there's just vile 
hate-filled, bittered individuals. Let them have at it. Again, as Christians, we can still show that love. We can still show that peace. We can still show that patience. We can still show Jesus to an unbelieving world. And that is why we're here, people. All right? That is why we're here, to serve God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, and to love our neighbors ourselves. And to love our neighbors ourselves is not going to come easy, particularly when you have political differences. Uh, and like I said, there's there's people on my Facebook with complete, total opposite political viewpoints as I do. And just like today, I saw some stuff that somebody, a friend of mine had written on there, she's really liberal. And I wanted to write on there so bad. Right on there so bad. I wonder where all the idiots are at. And I found them. You know, I wanted to put that on there. I really, truly did. But that wasn't showing Jesus. That was not showing light in a dark world. That's not drawing people to the Lord. That in fact, it's just the opposite. We're going to say, "Oh yeah, look at this preacher. Look what he's saying. Look what he's doing." And uh, so, the best thing for me to do is just keep on scrolling. And let it go. And that's what we're going to have to do, guys and gals. We're going to have to let it go. Uh, you know, again, you know, as at the very beginning of this is what I said is that uh, uh, you can uh, uh, understand being upset, uh, understand being angry with what's going on, but we're going to have to let it go. It's, it's not going to change anything in accordance to God's word. And what he's telling us is that we as Christians are to uh, uh, to to submit to the governing authorities. And that's something we don't want to do. We don't want to submit. We want to rebel. We want to fight. Hey, trust me, I'm right there with you. I want to too. But that's not what God's word is telling us. God's word is saying to submit to the governing authorities and pray for them. And that's what we're going to have to do, guys. You know, and it is, um, uh, when we look at the scripture here, there's some things we need to look at. Uh, we talk about uh, the fear of God, we see right here. Uh, we are to show honor, uh, again, that honor and awe. When it's talk about the fear of God, it's not that cowering fear, but we show that honor and respect that is due God. We are to honor all people appropriate to their uh, uh, um, role in this government, uh, which, again, is not easy. Uh, we are to... Um, uh, Sorry, I got some things written down here. I'm trying to read my writing. Um, I keep seeing what I put down there now. I apologize. But um, uh, overflowing in good deeds. We're talking about here. It's talking about being uh, uh, those good deeds we're reading in this uh, this passage here. And we look at doing good. All right, let's look at a few passages in regards to doing good. First uh, Peter 2.20. Uh, let's see here. Uh, for what credit is it as if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. Uh, we can look at First uh, Peter 3, 6. Uh, again, look at doing good. Uh, as Sarah bade Abraham, calling him Lord, and you are her children, if you do good and do not fear anything, that is frightening. Uh, we can look at uh, 3.12, I think. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to the prayer of the face of the Lord against those who do evil. I don't think that's right. but uh, I think it's 13. I said 12. I think it's 13. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, who is there to harm you for if you, re- if you are zealous 
for what is good. Okay, sorry. Um, let's see here. 419. Um, Therefore, those who suffer according to God's will and trust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. So we see all these things in reference to doing good and what this verse is referring to. And, uh, and the government may try to silence us. You know, I mean, there's no doubt about it. The government may very well try everything they can to silence us. But we've got to stand strong. We've got to stand true for what is right. But really, the, sum, the, the, the summarization of this whole text, we can really look at uh, John 18, 36 through 37. Let's look at that real quick. It kind of really summarizes what we're talking about here this evening. John 18, 36 through 37. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, I'm trying to adjust my eyes here. Where's my verse 36 at? Let's see. Okay. Jesus answered, uh, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king for the purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is the truth listens to my voice. So we see here that Jesus Christ, that he came first uh, peacefully. Uh, You know, they thought that originally they thought as the Messiah, see, that's what uh, Judas thought, uh, that he came to overthrow the government and to place himself as king here on this earth. He misunderstood, like him and many others. But uh, that's what Jesus is referencing here to. And he um, he come in peace. But when he comes again, it will be in an act of war. So, in regards to, you know, and that's kind of what we're looking at here in this whole text, that God is truly the king. We submit to him. We honor him. We serve him. We fear him. But at the same time, as citizens here on this earth, while we're here, even though it says right here in verse 11, I urge you as sojourners and exiles, and I already made reference to that this morning, even though we're passing through, we still obey those laws of the land. Even though we don't want to, we still have to pay the taxes. We still have to obey the laws. We have to submit to governing authorities, even though we don't like them, even though we may, in our hearts, want to hate them. All right, and and I I know as well as I was talking about this morning, I was like, my mother-in-law, she says you're not supposed to hate anybody, you know, and she's right. You're not supposed to have hate towards anybody, and we're had to have forgiveness in our hearts, and uh, and which is hard to do, but we've going you're going to have to if you're a child of God, you're going to have to remove that anger, you're going to remove that hate and bitterness out of your heart for those who are going to be our in authority over us. And we're going to, have to submit to them. We're going to, have to pray for them, even though it makes me sick to my stomach to do it because they are wicked people. But they're no more wicked than Nero was, and Peter and Paul, who were both crucified under Nero and uh, and died as a result. Uh, you know, we must still do the same. And I, guys, I'm telling you, this is hard for me. These verses are very difficult for me because I don't want to do that. I want to rebel. I want to fight. I want to push back. I don't want to submit. I don't want to pray for them. You know, you may say, well, you're supposed to be a pastor. You should be doing those things. You're right. I, and, and, that's, and I'm forcing myself to do that. I don't want to, but I'm forcing myself to do that, to pray for these individuals, uh, to be submissive, to let this bitterness go. It is hard to do. I am not going to lie to you. 
And I know a lot of you out there are struggling. You know, I see it in your post uh, on social media and in conversation that when I talk to you at church. I, I know that you're struggling too. And so I think 75 million people are struggling. I really, you know, I really do. But as if you are a Christian, you're going to have to let it go. You know, that's what I was talking about this morning. You know, when I was talking about that, that Bob Newhart uh, 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 video, uh, when every time the woman tried to explain her problem, he says, just stop it. You know, well, you don't understand. Just stop it. Well, I'm afraid of this. Just stop it. Well, that's what Paul was telling us. Let it go. But Paul, you don't understand. Let it go. But Paul, I, I'm angry about this. Stop it. Just drop it. Just let it go. You know, and uh, that's what we're going to have to do. You're going to have to just stop it. Let us be a light. Let us draw people to Jesus Christ. So that even though those in the world want to call us hate mongers, want to accuse us of hate speech, that our conduct is worthy of praise, that it will shut them down. It's like we're reading here that... Uh, uh, silence the ignorance of foolish people. That it will silence them. Live for Jesus in a way that will silence the wicked. Man, what an awesome thing to be able to stand for God and say, Lord, thank you for giving me that strength and that grace and the ability to silence ignorant people. And that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to let that bitterness and wrath and malice go away. Embrace the things of Jesus Christ. Embrace his joy. Embrace his love. And to show an unbelieving world what Christ has done for us. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to be that witness. It is hard. It is difficult. It is not easy. But we've got to do that. And that's why I thought tonight's um, uh, teaching was very important uh, in regards to uh, what we're facing right now. And um, I want to read this one last thing, then we'll let it go, okay? Uh, in closing here, uh, it says, Is it ever right for Christians to participate in a revolution to overthrow a government? Obviously, God sets us up and takes down rulers, and he does it through people. But should Christians be part of such, for an example, uh, when the government is evil, such as Nazi Germany or communist China? I tend to agree with John Calvin, who states that only the command, the only command given to Christians is to obey and suffer so we should be hesitant to think that God has entrusted us a revolutionary task to us. And yet at the same time, we're responsible to speak out against evil, whether it be practiced by rulers or other citizens. G.I. Packer wrote, It is a paradox of the Christian life that the more profoundly one is concerned about heaven, the more deeply one cares about God's will being done on earth. And that's what we're going to have to do, is make sure that we're doing God's will here on this earth. You know, one thing that we need to make sure here that we see, honor everyone, love the brotherhood. You know, in verse uh, 17, honor everyone. Now, you may be thinking, well, how am I supposed to honor a rapist? How am I supposed to honor a murderer? You know, it says here, honor everyone. Well, obviously we don't condone uh, those actions, and by far we're going to honor somebody like that. But what, and we're, in context, what we're seeing here to honor everyone, we honor them uh, with a fair trial. Uh, we honor them uh, that they are punished in accordance with the law. That's how we show honor to these uh, degrading low laws like that. We honor them through uh, the justice system that God's put into place. You know, it'll be easy to want to treat them like animals. That'd be an easy thing to do. But we honor them through a fair trial and punishment. But we are to we are to honor everyone and we are to love those around us and love that brotherhood. 
So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're demonstrating that in all that you think, say, and do as you're going out and about. So, my friends, stay calm. And as Shakespeare says, this too shall pass. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, to submit to our governing authorities. Help us to have discernment to know uh, if what the government is doing is contrary uh, to your word, so we know to stand against it. Otherwise, let us submit. Let us pray for those who God has put in place over us. And Lord, let us be a witness uh, in this world and be a light. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this evening that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, as I was speaking, uh, my dad had sent me a text that uh, 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 Glenn Johnson is critical and not doing well. And Lord, let's pray for him right now. Let us, let us lift him up to you. Guide the doctors. And Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon this man. He's a good man. And Lord, I thank the world of him. And uh, Lord, bring healing upon him and peace upon him and his family. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, friends, I uh, hope this teaching found you well this evening. I saw there was a lot of comments, and sorry I couldn't read them on. Robert Debray had a lot. Uh, we had Martin Ledford and uh, Richard Goldberg. Uh, we had a lot of people writing in, so I'm sorry I didn't have time. Stanton Trailer. Sorry, I didn't have enough time to, to address them all. I apologize, but uh, but I appreciate your comments and I appreciate your interaction. And uh, feel free to do that, even though I may not be able to respond uh, while I'm teaching. And because if I try to respond to everyone, we would be able to get our lesson done. Uh, but go ahead and, and, and interact with each other. You can talk amongst yourselves while I'm teaching. That's fine, man. Go ahead and do that. No problem. Uh, and if I can glance over and see something real quick, I'll mention it. And if not, uh, we but our focus has got to be on our on what, what God's trying to help us to learn uh, when we meet. So that's that's what the main thing is. So hope you understand that. But uh, thanks for watching. Hope everybody has a great evening and a great week. And uh, Lord will we'll meet again this Wednesday at seven. Thanks for watching.